Morning After with Nick and Big J. Bienvenidos a la Wednesday, the 12th day of February 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Should we pull back the curtain? Should we talk about what happened? Sure. You just got a little bit of a local music spotlight, everybody. Congratulations to the band Infermos uh, for a bonus play. What happened, Big J? Uh, you call me Squinty Eye. Well, that seems like it would be a uh, uh, path too far. Uh, yeah, I just I, I can't see. And uh, I transposed a number and a letter. Six for a B. That's all it takes sometimes. Usually when Big J messes up in something and putting like data entry in, which uh, is a running joke. Randy enjoys it. It's one of his favorite things to point out. Usually it's the letters that are very close to something or a mispunctuation point because his fingers sometimes get in the way. But in this case, the number and the letter aren't very close at all. He just saw it the wrong way. Well, at, at, at a distance. From a distance. Six and a B. Bette Midler style. Yeah, exactly. You think sixes and Bs look alike? Well, yeah, go look at a B. Well, we look at, but we use capital letters. Right, <laughs> even still, even still, at a distance, the six and the B is similar. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I won't, I won't argue that. But don't make me, don't make me bring in a witness. There is a distinctive shape to sixes and Bs, but I understand. And you're in a hurry, you had a lot of stuff going on, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Life, life is just, I mean, like, uh, talk about all the things you had going on yesterday. What'd you have to do? Well, it wasn't yesterday, it was Monday. Oh, what'd you have to do Monday? About three commercials. Yeah, it was busy, right? Some promo. Promo? Yeah. So So it happens. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Uh, But at least it was, I mean, it could be worse, right? Yeah, it could be a lot worse. (laughs) It could have been like a commercial or something. So it is a uh, small victory, and it has been remedied, correct? Sure. You're not sure? Yeah, yeah, it has. I'd like the, uh, a little bit more positivity out of it. Uh, today on the show, listen, uh, we're going to give you a chance to win tickets to Corn, Breaking Benjamin, and Bones UK. Corn, ironically, the band you were supposed to hear there. Uh, we'll give you a chance to uh, go to that show. We also have some tickets to other events in the Treasure Valley, and we get to make a very special announcement today. What is that announcement, Big J? Uh, our, our first free X show of 2020. Yeah, yeah, man. Of the 25th anniversary year. 100.3 VX Rocks. And it's not just one awesome band coming into play. It's 17! 17 bands! No, it's, it's two. It's two. So it's, it's still two, right? Yeah, it's still, <laughs> still two. Still two. No, it's uh, it's B. That's how many bands are coming in. <laughs> uh, let's get started with some important stuff. We'll play it for you right after some Judas Priest. It's got another thing coming on the X Rocks. News today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Boise Fire Department last night posted a picture that makes you go, oh man, oh, thank no. goodness it kind of, I mean, it's terrible that it happened, but thank goodness it happened when it did. A uh, young driver had to be taken to the hospital with what appeared to be minor injuries, but he uh, or she crashed through, I mean crashed through, a brick wall at a Boise Elementary School. Uh, basically, it happened at Pepper Ridge Elementary School right off of Cloverdale Road. A pickup truck went completely inside a classroom there. Oh, my God. School is in the West Ada School District. Uh, nobody was at the school at the time, and no other injuries were reported. A Boise police spokesperson said the driver was a juvenile but did not give an age. No word on what caused the truck crash. Happened around 6.50 last night, but fire officials said it appeared to be accidental. But it's one of those things where, I mean, like, if you see the hole, it's a brick wall. Like, I mean, there had to be some serious speed involved kind of a thing. 
And thank goodness it didn't happen like during the day. That would have been a horror show. And so uh, luckily it appears to be minor injuries that the person that was driving the vehicle got away. And if it was legitimately an accident, hey, these things happen. Uh, glad everybody is pretty much okay, all things considered. But it's like, well, at least it happened at 6.50 at night, you know. Right. Now, side note, you think they closed the whole school today because of that? If you're Pepperidge? You hope so if you're a kid. Right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's an accident day. Bonus day. Bonus day. Glad everybody's safe, though. And good job by the Boise uh, Fire and Police Department. Scary scene on the ice last night as St. Louis Blues player Jay Baumeister collapsed on the bench during a break and play in the first period in their NHL game between the Ducks last night. Leading to the game being postponed, the 36-year-old appeared to be grabbing a drink of water when he began to slowly fall, but he seemed awake and alert later as he was being taken out of the arena and brought to the hospital. Not a lot of follow-up information available on it, but it was one of those things that was really scary to see, and then you're just like, God, I hope he's okay, and so to the point where, like, you know, it's the reaction of the other players that freak you out, you know what I mean? Right. Like, when they, they start screaming and like, hey, 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 something's wrong, it's like, oh, God. Uh, and uh, then they just decided to postpone the game, which is probably the right call, but certainly a scary situation that happened last night. Spring training began yesterday for Major League Baseball, Big J. What do you think about that? Oh, I don't care. First, a bunch of cheating, no good, dirty, rotten athletes. But you were okay with them cheating when they put you steroids. Yep, because it was entertaining. <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't the World Series still entertaining? No. I mean, there's a lot of offense because they stole the signals. Banging on a on a uh, trash can, not entertaining. No, but you didn't hear that in the telecast. You just saw them hitting can. for you can uh, hear it. touchdown. But what I'm saying is, it wasn't it wasn't enough for you to go. What's all that banging going on? Let me go back and look through my tweets. <laughs> you weren't watching any of that stuff. <laughs> uh, but in Florida and Arizona, spring training workouts started happening for the Padres and the Pirates. The rest of the teams will kick off their spring training during the rest of this week. Games will begin officially on February 21st. And so that would that's pretty cool. Uh, you, it's, you know, having lived in Arizona, obviously, spring training is a very big deal. Huge deal, yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, listen, it, to be honest, it's just an excuse to play hooky and daydream and, and have yeah be drunk all day i mean you go down to and and listen you it, it's one of the few situations where professional sports are incredibly affordable because you know there's a ton of stadiums down there and so you can get in for like seven dollars and it's just a great way to kill three hours and it's usually beautiful this time of year and so you're just going down there and you're getting hammered and you're watching baseball and you're having a good time when you're supposed to be working. It's a, it's a wonderful thing if you live in a part of the country. And you got to hang out and do that while you were working. Uh, right? usually, no, well, no, we're not really. I mean, sometimes when I did the sports stuff, there wasn't a whole lot of coverage for spring training. Yeah. So the games weren't really covered like they were regular season games. It was just you would do like a feature or something like that, but nothing like in-depth like you would during the regular season. But sure, I suppose in some ways. Big J, Macaulay Culkin is on the cover of a magazine, dude. Oh, man. Look out, Macaulay. Esquire magazine. And he talks about a lot of things, including the fact that he bombed an audition to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He said that Quentin Tarantino asked him to audition for a role. And he said, quote, it was a disaster. I wouldn't have hired me. I'm terrible at auditioning anyway. This is my first audition in like eight years, and I didn't do very well. Uh, but of course, uh, I, I, you know, there's no re- reference to the role. But I, I have a guess. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what you think. I think it's the the goofy dude at the compound that pops Brad Pitt's tire. Because that dude kind of yeah. looks like Macaulay Culkin a little bit. How can Macaulay Culkin not pull that off? Well, That I, character. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't even think that guy has like but two words in the entire film. 
But also, uh, you know, and that compound, one of the, the little little known facts, or I guess uh, well-known facts at this point about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all the people in that compound are Hollywood royalty in some way. Their mom or dad is also yeah. famous. Macaulay Culkin, not in that category, but certainly a piece of Hollywood, you know, child star. I would say close enough. Not, not super famous for, his, for because his mom and dad is famous or has a famous mom and dad, but certainly was a uh, big deal in Hollywood for a good chunk of time. Uh, but it doesn't mean Macaulay's not working. He apparently is in the uh, Hulu series Dollface, where he stars opposite of uh, his girlfriend, Brenda Song. So he's still working, just couldn't quite cut it in a Tarantino movie. That's still got to suck, right? You're just like, oh, man, I could have been in a Tarantino yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, could have re- uh, even though he might not want his career completely revitalized. But okay. still, interesting fact nonetheless. Here's traffic. We find out later it was the Brad Pitt role. <laughs> Well, Quentin made the right choice. Brad Pitt beat out Macaulay Culkin. All right, how about we step inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center? It is brought to you by your local Geico office. Tonight at the Olympic venue, that band will be playing. It is Blacktop Mojo, Where the Wind Blows, here on 100.3, the X-Rocks, your send nude song of the day. Yesterday, right around this time or so, Big J selected a movie based on a Stephen King story to watch and review for you. For streaming dumbass. It is called A Good Marriage. Joan Allen's in it. Anthony yeah. LaPaglia is in it. Oh, good. Thank you for pronouncing his name. Do you recognize him? Do you watch that cop show? Or they, uh, Without they, a Trace? Yeah, that's, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, uh, no. Okay. No, but I do. I did recognize him, obviously, right away. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yes. Course. Yeah. Uh, but how was the movie, Big J? Uh, you know, th- this movie is, is pretty much, uh, you know, about uh, a, a family and uh, a marriage that has gone on for many, many years. Um, and uh, that was uh, that would be between Joan Allen and Anthony LaPeglia. And his character's name is Bob, and her name is Darcy. And uh, he goes on a business trip, and she discovers his a secret that he's been hiding, uh, that he is a damn serial killer. Oh, man. And uh, so what happens then? Yeah. What happens, Nick? She Why? joins in. Yeah. Stephen King Loves book it. It's a all. weird, kinky uh, fest. Let me tell you what. Uh, every uh, terrible thing you've ever thought of is in. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much uh, the kind of movie that, uh, and I get you know this. It's not really. It's not a horror movie. It's definitely in the thriller okay. section. Uh, and so, yeah, there are some like moments where you're watching the movie. You're like, okay, I kind of think what's going to happen, and then it doesn't end up happening. So that's a good thing. Uh, the performances are pretty good. So I mean, it's a it's a right down the middle kind of movie. It's not super great, but it's not awful either yeah you've spent worse ways uh, spending oh, yeah. an hour and a half yeah much worse ways right. like last week <laughs> and uh I'm, i've been a fan of joan allen for a long time she 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 does good work and so you've got uh, i don't want to i don't want to ruin it stephen lang former guest of the morning after shows up by the way i don't know if i mean because this is 2014 so this is a few years ago yes looking real old in this who stephen stephen lang yeah like i don't know if he was sick or if he lost weight for the part because he's kind of playing an older detective here, but uh, he did not look. Uh, well, when the did same Avatar come now? out? I know he's supposed he's to be ripped in Avatar. I know he's going to be in the next Avatar, so I'm not sure this might have been some him transforming uh, himself for a part. And if that's the case, why doesn't that dude get more props? Uh, Stephen Lang. I don't know. Uh, he is great. By the way, highly recommend you go see The Hard Way, starring James Woods and uh, Michael. Um, Jay Fox. Jay Fox, thank you. He's great. It's a bad guy in that movie. 
Overall, would you recommend a good marriage or would you not recommend a good marriage? You know, yeah, I mean, if you if you're looking for, you know, something for free to watch and you're going through Amazon Prime and you want to see a thriller that you haven't seen before, yeah, definitely. I think the twist in the movie is worth it at the end. So, all right. So, Big J approved. Yeah. All right. There you go. A victory. Uh, and it was based on Oscar nominations. Joan Allen, the person who's had it before. And so, uh, it was a winner for Big J. And you were a little bit worried going into it. I'm glad that you liked yeah. it. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff on the way. We're going to hell as well. Morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by Carrington College. Start realizing your full potential with Carrington College's diverse range of affordable in-demand certificate and associate degree programs at their Boise campus. Hands-on training is taught by experienced professionals in the field and externships that provide real-world experience and help prepare you for that first day on the job. If you want to learn more, visit carrington.edu to get started today. Big J, don't underestimate the power of the setup. You understand? Oh, yeah. German researchers found that, especially when it comes to establishing some sort of romantic landscape, Big J, that the food quality was just as important as the candles and tablecloth that you have surrounding the area if you want to make it romantic for Valentine's Day, right? I guess. Let's say, you know, you want to cook dinner for that significant other in your life and you want to make it all romantic-like. Don't just throw a steak on a plate and say, grub down, hun. You know, put some effort into it. Create some ambiance, Big J. Yeah, like you were taking her out to a fancy restaurant. Right. So, you know, throw on some candles, maybe some scents, make sure it doesn't fight with whatever food you're trying to make, and throw a nice fancy tablecloth down, make them feel wanted and loved, you see? Yeah, bottle of Chianti. Some fava beans? I might be going too far. Oh. Uh, But basically what they found was the female species enjoyed the dinner a little bit more, found things a little bit more romantic, when things were dimly lit in a clean area and had a red tablecloth underneath. Huh? Wow. It had, had to be a, red. It had a, well, it was it was supposed to be romantic, so Valentine's Day, it makes sense. Red is the color of Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. So having that kind of background and feel to the room helped enhance their meal, helped them feel appreciated, helped them... It, it seemed like that their significant other put in a little bit of effort, and that's really what made the difference, you yeah. see? That's important. The effort. So, if you really want to nail Valentine's Day dinner, dim the lights, have a tablecloth, throw on some candles, back up your your meal with a little bit of effort, and you should be good to go. That's a little bit of advice, courtesy of our German researcher friend. Now, listen, you're a romance expert, Big J. Does that sound like it uh, makes sense yeah, to you? Yeah, that sounds like a winning combination right, right there. There you go. It's Big J approved. Rare when scientific research can be Big J approved, but there mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. Boston Red Sox named bench coach Ron Roenicke their interim manager nearly a month after firing Alex Cora for his role in the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal. He will take the interim manager title until the Major League Baseball finishes his investigation of possible Boston sign-stealing scandals after Cora became the manager in 2018. Speaking of which, Marwin Gonzalez, who now plays for the Minnesota Twins, became the first player 
on that Astros team to formally apologize for his role in the 2017 sign-stealing scandal. He was with the Astros from 2012 to 2018, held a press conference yesterday, and said, quote, I'm remorseful for everything that happened in 2017, for everything we did as a group, and for the players that were affected directly by us doing this. I wish I could take it back, do it a different way, but there's nothing we can do. Do you accept his apology, No, Big J? Oh. You can suffer the consequences. Oh, they're not going to punish the players. That's not going to happen. They would have done it already if they were going to do it. The players well, this are going to thing get is through. not done. It, is, it only gets, keeps getting worse. Uh, what do you see happening? Well, uh, the uh, that uh, the, the, the uh, Wall Street Journal article that came out uh, talking about the depths that uh, was part of the organization of what they were doing. Uh, this investigation is not even done yet. I, I, you, you may be right where more higher up people are going to get in trouble, but I, I find it very hard to believe that the players will be punished. If they haven't already at this point, I don't think they will. Because the season's about to start, man. And they punished everybody over three months ago. You might be right that the higher ups are going to get their hands slapped a little bit, but I don't think they're going to punish any of the players, which is crazy when you think about it. Because they all went through it willingly. Nobody spoke up at the time. But they're all going to get away with uh, with essentially uh, creating this weird thing where everybody cheated. But it is weird that they're not going to do anything with the players. Wrestling runs in the family, Big J. Probably should surprise nobody that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, Simone Johnson, has announced that she is going to join the WWE. Following not only in her father's footsteps, but also her grandfather and her great-grandfather's footsteps. Simone is on the path to become the first fourth-generation superstar in WWE history. She shared her excitement on her Instagram, sharing a poster of her rocking a WWE tee, saying it means the world to me. To know that my family has such a personal connection to wrestling is really special, and I feel grateful to have the opportunity not only to wrestle, but to carry on that legacy. So you know The Rock's going to come back, right? Introduce yeah. his daughter as she uh, you know, starts her reign. Seems like an unfair advantage. But then again, I don't know. Rock is all about work and grinding. He might, not, he might try to help her by letting her make her own way, right? Yeah, maybe, but I think we're fooling ourselves if we don't think that the rock being attached to her in some way has helped her get to where she is, right? Well, at least in the training facility. Sure, exactly. And so why he would limit that, I don't know. I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve to be there. Of course she does. But what I'm he saying might limit is, it because he's a good father. Yeah, but I mean, why would he not help her get that pop? You know what I mean? That rock pop. That's always a good thing to have the fans in your corner. And if he can help her do that, why not help your daughter in that way? I think way? he needs a wrestler. <laughs> Show her who's the boss. <laughs> Show her the people's elbow. You really want to be in this business? Morning after with Nick and Big What? Jack. Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to hell. On 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to the skies for today's We're Going to Hell story. In what can only be described as a honest-to-God nightmare scenario. We talk about this every once in a while, but whenever I hear stuff like where things just go sideways on an airplane because somebody's being a real jerk, I just go, man, I mean, it, the more the time passes, the more we're lucky we haven't been in a situation like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I want to hope that I would react smartly, but man, if somebody's like ruining a vacation or like is messing around with my kids on a plane and doing something dumb, I don't know what the hell I'd do. You what would I mean? you do? I don't know. I don't. I hope I never find out. What if it unlocks some sort of really deep dark thing inside me? It'd be bad. I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is like this a is parasite. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> don't make references to things you don't understand. Nope, I love it. <laughs> it's not a good thing. And so, uh, and this may be the worst of the bunch. And it stars a gentleman named Michael Flaherty. He's 44 years old. He was on an easy jet flight from Manchester Airport in England to Iceland. You know, for a nice weekend. Just a little hop. Sure. And when he got onto the plane, it seemed at least to a couple people nearing uh, around him that he was already kind of intoxicated. You know, it wasn't like belligerently drunk, but it was one of those deals where it was like, that guy smells like he's had a couple drinks probably. And as the plane took off, he decided now was the time to pull his brand new bottle of gin from his bag and just began to swig it straight out of the bottle. Glub, glub, glub. Glub, glub, glub. You know? How do you get a whole bottle of gin? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, usually you have to check that stuff. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he, like, t- you know, talked to a bartender at the airport bar and got a bunch, paid him a bunch of money for the bottle. Who knows? Hmm. Either way, he starts flirting with a female passenger that is sitting next to him. And so she started to ignore him, put it in her headphones. and so That's he- not flirting. That's harassing. Right. So then he uh, absolutely screams at the top of her, his lungs uh, for her to, quote, F off. And then started screaming that he was going to kill her entire family. Oh, boy. Rough transition. So crew members come by and say, listen, Mr. Flaherty, can you please calm down? Please go back to your seat. It's starting to get a little ridiculous here. And, of course, then that's when Flaherty turned on them. Started shouting death threats at him. Started struggling with a man who attempted to retrieve his bag from an overhead locker because he was in his way. So he started fights with just other random passengers. And so the EasyJet staff were like, listen, if you don't sit down and shut up, we are going to make an emergency landing and we're going to make sure you get arrested. And so there's 142 other passengers on board. Now they're starting to get upset. <laughs> Suddenly he... Are you lead like a riot? You're like, he, no, you're going to land this plane where we're going. We're going to beat this guy's ass. He is upset. He starts again picking fights with random people. So they decide that's it, man. We're, we're making an emergency landing. We, this guy's being belligerent. Nothing we can do. So as the fly, flight began its descent, he was very upset that he wasn't going to make it to Iceland. And, of course, the gin is really now starting to take effect. So what does he do, Big J? He throws up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He started, he takes out his cellular phone, Big J, and he starts to punch it with his fist as hard as he can, and then he starts chewing on his phone. Oh, no, no. oh man, he has lost his mind. Phone's battery fell onto a seat, began to smoke, causing a steward to run over and place the device in a glass of water. He's still, his hands all cut up now from punching his phone, his mouth's bleeding from chewing his phone, and he's just eating it. Eating it. When they finally land in their emergency place, the officer comes away to get him arrested, and of course he is uh, started to be uh, yelling racial epithets at him, which is never a good look either. And so then he was arrested and dragged off the plane, bloody from trying to eat his own phone. I don't know how successful he was. I don't know if he got a couple of parts down before things got bad. I don't know. But he was a bloody, drunken mess, dragged off a plane that was headed to Iceland and never got there. And ruined 142 people's uh, weekends or vacations Man, or whatever. Man, that guy can't handle his gin. No, clearly not. The crew staff said they were quite shaken by Flaherty's behavior. And they had never dealt with anything as extreme as this before. And now they're hoping that he gets some serious sentencing. We'll see what ends up happening. But that's a full-on disaster, guys. 
There's something, I feel like there's something inherently wrong with people that need to get hammered in order to fly, right? Well, they're scared, but they're obviously not handling it the proper way. Right. I mean, there's, but I mean, if you have to get blackout drunk, like B.A. Baraka style in order to fly, find another form of transportation. Yeah, get on a boat. Take a car. Like Ben Burley would. Do something else. If it takes, if you have to get hammered in order to do something, there's an alternative way that you can figure it out where you don't have to get belligerently drunk. And be a bleep show. I mean, he went from a normal human being to the movie Parasite. (laughs) No! He didn't! You don't know what Parasite's about! Seems like. It seems like there's an alien inside him. No! There's no aliens in Parasite! Morning after with Nick and Big J. I hate you! Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to play Battle of the Sexes for a chance to get in on this he shed, she shed action, courtesy of the Lifetime Store. It's next on the X Rock. And a sound garden that is Spoonman here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. It's time to play he shed, she shed. Big J, what does it all mean? Uh, it, it means you could win a, yourself an awesome shed, cheese shed from the Lifetime, Lifetime Store uh, here in Boise. A $3,000 custom shed uh, that uh, you can choose from many different options, up to 35 different shed options. So uh, everybody who gets qualified here uh, will get a $50 gift certificate from the Lifetime Store to begin their own adventure. Very, very cool. And we'll play a little Battle of the Sexes. Indeed. Pretty simple. It's, uh, it's fairly simple. At least I hope it is. We have Mike Michael and Jacqueline on the phone with us this morning to play Battle of the Sexes. They each have to answer a couple of questions about uh, the opposite sex. If they get them right, uh, the person that gets the most right will win. If they have to end in a tie, there's a tiebreaker. But let's say good morning, first of all, to Jacqueline. Good morning, Jacqueline. How are you? Doing well. How about yourself? We're hanging in there fighting the good fight. Thank you for playing. Michael, are you still there, my friend? I am. All right. So uh, it's always ladies first here on the morning after Jacqueline. So you go first. Your first question. If an athlete wins the Heisman Trophy, what sport are they playing? Football. That is correct. Michael, to you. What type of beauty products does Paul Mitchell make for what part of the body? Hair products. Hair products. Right. Correct. Back to you, Jacqueline. What color is transmission fluid? I'm going to give you choices. Is it blue, red, or clear? It is red. That is correct. Right. Michael, in order to stay in the game, this one to you. What shape is a princess cut diamond? I'm going to give you choices. Square, circle, or pentagon? Uh, Princess cut. Square. Square is correct. Right. That means we go to the tiebreaker question. As you both have gotten both questions correct, you guys need to buzz in with your name, and the first person to buzz in will get an opportunity to answer the question. If it's right, you win. If it's wrong, the other person wins. Big J uh, will let us know who buzzes in first. The question. The company called Rolex is best known for what product? Michael. Michael. What was it, Michael? Watches. Right. Watches is correct. Michael, congratulations. You have qualified. Jacqueline, do not hang your head in shame. You did a hell of a job. You could still have a chance to uh, play and compete over the next couple of weeks because uh, it was a good run. But Michael is the one who qualified this morning. Congratulations, sir. You were in the running for the $3,000 shed courtesy of the Lifetime Store Battle of the Sexes, Big J. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. We'll also do some pop culture smackdown. with Nick and Big J. Big J, I've got terrible news for oh. former morning show producer and current night guy on this radio station, Randy. 
if you uh, if you had to guess, oh no, you know how, him pretty well. How long would you say he was been using dating apps? Conservative. Five years. Five years. Okay. And and you would tend to say, like, I mean, obviously, while he hasn't found what he is looking for, you would say he goes out on dates, right? I don't know. He doesn't. But I mean, if you tell me if you were on something for five years and you weren't doing anything and weren't going on dates, you would stop it, wouldn't you? There's Not Randy. Well, I mean, <laughs> Randy goes on to dates. I think oh. I just don't think he finds who he's looking for on dates, or they don't find the, the, something in him that they're looking for. I'm sure it cuts both ways. But if you were, on, I mean, is there something that you've been doing for five years that hasn't worked that you still do? Um, uh, no, right. So there's got to be some sort of success pattern there, right? You would imagine so, yes. And so, unfortunately, according to the University of Massachusetts, that if somebody is really good at finding dates on dating apps, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a good person to date. (laughs) They're called serial daters. They found that if you have success on these dating apps, it increased your sense of self-preserved desirability. Which in turn then positively predicts their intentions to cheat. Basically, in other words, people who get a lot of matches on dating apps while single were way more likely to cheat in a relationship. 40% of people who say they're in a relationship, a serious relationship, also say they're on a dating app. What? How does that work? What? Study authors notes in general, those who are using a mobile dating app while in a committed relationship were found more likely to seek in casual sexual encounters and... Well, why else would they be there? <laughs> misunderstanding their own value as a potential dating partner. So maybe they're not as good as you think. But I've always told Randy, I'm like, listen, Randy, I mean, yeah, there's a small amount of success, but Twitter's not a dating app, right? Or not Twitter, but uh, Tinder. It's a, it's a hookup app, right? No, I'd like to think, thank you, that it is a dating app. As my kid is on Tinder. So, no, it's not a hookup app, Nick. All right, dude. Whatever lets you go to bed at night. That's cool with me. I understand what you're saying. Spring training began for Major League Baseball yesterday. For the Pittsburgh Pirates and San Diego Padres, they held their first official workouts for pitchers and catchers. 16 other teams are going to do that in uh, their preseason facilities in Florida and Arizona. Rest of teams will kick off spring training uh, the rest of this week. Games will begin February 21st in the world of baseball, so you can get ready to get ready, I suppose. Red Sox have named their bench coach Ron Renneke as the interim manager nearly a month after firing Alex Cora for his role in the Astros-Stein stealing scandal. He will remain the interim manager until Major League Baseball finishes the investigation of possible inclusion of him in Boston signed stealing scandal in 2018. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm guessing everything's going to be okay. Hey, here's some cool things. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Trent Reznor, and Atticus Ross are among the musicians that are scheduled to speak at the 34th edition of South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Ozzy and his son uh, Jack will take part in a conversation with uh, Jim Norton, a stand-up comedian. Reznor and Ross and Damon Lindoff will discuss their composing work on the HBO series Watchmen. Dates and times for the speakers are available at the festival's website, South by Southwest, taking place March 13th through the 22nd. Of course, uh, Ozzy's going to release his first solo album in 10 years, February 21st. Nine Inch Nails heading into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on May 2nd. And Reznor and Ross have been scoring films and TV series for the past decade, but specifically their work in Watchmen is fantastic. 
They're probably going to play some Nine Inch Nails shows later this year, too, and they plan to work on a new Nine Inch Nails album, so I'm sure all of this stuff will be addressed in South by Southwest. No performances for those people, but at least you get to hear him talk if you want to. Trent Reznor was the keynote speaker a few years back, too, if you remember that. I don't. Out at South by Southwest. But I wasn't so there. He is a veteran of the circuit, if you will. Here's traffic. If you were asked to be a keynote speaker, Big J, what would you talk about? Well, it depends on the uh, the place I'm doing the keynote. South by Southwest. Um, you know, I'd probably talk about uh, Tinder. And, and its you... applications towards music. Oh, good. I'm, I'm ready for that theory. Okay. What, is, what are its applications? Well, I don't know. I haven't done any of the oh. research. Well, then I don't think you'd be I'm sure that I would have uh, some lead-in time. Yeah, I'm not sure they would ask you to be the keynote speaker on a subject you know nothing about, though. Well. Just to be fair. You're the one that asked, not them. No, no, I know, but usually it would be a subject that you actually have experience. Oh, in. yeah, I don't like to do that. Morning after with Nick and Big J, your pop culture smackdown happening in a few moments. In the meantime, we're going to step inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, that band is going to be here on the 24th. It's a Monday of this month at the Ford Idaho Center, and uh, coming with them is Corn and Bones UK. We'll get you set up with a pair of tickets here if you can beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play a little thing called Pop Culture Smackdown. I say to all parties involved, good luck. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hi, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Clint. All right, Clint. Good luck. This classic rock frontman went before the United States Senate to defend artists and their lyrics. Leonard Skinner? Oh. No. Leonard Skinner's not a person. Right, yeah. I mean, it is, but it was like their gym teacher back in the day. Hello, the ex. He looks like Leonard. Hello. What you would think Leonard Skinner You might want to give like? him a year, too, so that they don't think it's somebody, like, current. When this yeah, yeah, this classic rock frontman went from went before the United States Senate to defend artists and their lyrics in 1988. Um, Sammy Hagar. No. Wrong. Was it 88? I don't think it was 88. Pretty sure it was before that. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, uh, here's Big J with your question. This classic rock frontman went before the United States Senate to defend artists and their lyrics. Uh, Snyder, right? Yeah, there you go. Nick, this British actor portrayed Steve McQueen in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, life. Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love how you went to life. That's good. That's a good great work. show. Uh, this former friend star was once married to Brad Pitt. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Right. Yep, just had a birthday yesterday. Uh, Nick, what 2005 American Idol winner also won the Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 2007? I got a couple of choices. It's either Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood. I'm going to say 2007. I'm going to say Carrie Underwood. Yep, she's ready for some Sunday night football. Uh, Well done there, sir. What superhero uses a lasso of truth? (laughs) Uh, That would be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Why are you laughing? The way you said lasso. The lasso of truth. (laughs) How old was Walt in uh, Breaking Bad when he was diagnosed with cancer? Uh, 52. Now you're real close, though. Yeah. Wrong. I don't remember. I, I mean, it's a pivotal point in the uh, show. <laughs> they don't go. 
They don't say from what I remember. Fifty something years from old. From what I remember, when it you don't remember anything. The one episode Bad. I watched. <laughs> How old is he? Fifty. Fifty. Right. There you go. Congratulations, man. Corn and Breaking Benjamin and Bones UK tickets are yours. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. And we will announce the first free X show of 2020 next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is the offspring. Want you bad here on 100.3. The X rocks. It is time to us announce the big concert of the day, which is our first free X show of 2020. It's another 100.3. The X concert announcement. Big J, you have the floor, sir. Yeah, March 29th at the Knitting Factory, brought to you by Corwin Ford. Uh, we are bringing two national acts for uh, this free act show, and the first of those two is a band that you might be familiar with. They're called Royal Bliss. Coming back to the Treasure Valley, we're excited to have them. Here's their new song, It's Paranoid on the X-Rocks. think I'm going crazy, none of this It'll be great to have Royal Bliss back in the fold coming to town on March 29th as part of our first free X show of 2020 presented by Corwin Ford. Big J, what is the other band that's coming to town as well? The other band is Canadian. They're called the Blue Stones, Nick, and uh, there's two guys in the band. You know how we love those. We love power duos, that is for sure. And uh, it'll be the first time they made their trip into the Treasure Valley, so it's an honor and privilege to have them as part of the free X concert series. Here's their new one. It's Shaken Off the Rust on the X Rocks. A couple of great live bands coming to town as part of the first free X show of 2020 presented by Corwin Ford. Big J, give the details one more time. Yep, it's happening March 29th at the Knitting Factory and uh, the band's Blue Stones will be our headliner. we got Royal Bliss going to be there as well, kind of co-headlining Stone Profit and uh, we'll be adding another local band here very soon. And of course, you can start winning tickets uh, from the X here uh, real briefly, real quick, tomorrow. Tomorrow is when we're going to start giving these things away. So, keep listening to win your tickets. Thank you to Corwin Ford for another year of the Free X Concert Series. We're happy to kick it off with these guys. Uh, we love Royal Bliss, of course. They're one of our favorite people in the entire world. And uh, Blue Stones, getting to know them a little bit more is going to be fantastic as well. But I'm very excited for the show. It's a Sunday night at the Knitting Factory, March 29th. Plan accordingly and win your tickets from the X. That's how we like to roll. You can have more information at xrock.com here soon. Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. It's your chance to get qualified for these diamond earrings we're going to give away in just a couple of days here on Valentine's Day morning. Somebody is going to win them. Might as well be you, but in order to do that, you have to get qualified by playing the dating game. Big J is going to give you an event that happened on a particular date. You have to answer two out of three before or after questions correct in order to officially qualify for this prize. So get on the phone, 208-287-1003, if you'd like to play. Rumor has it, it was uh, uh, gems like these that were uh, the, the the rich stuff that Mikey was talking about in the Goonies. It's a long way to go for that, buddy. All right, that, that did not pay off. That Hello. joke did not pay off. <laughs> Hello, the X. Whoa. Can you hear me? What's up, man? We're trying, man. What's your name? Uh, Bryson. Bryson. All right. Good luck to you, Bryson. <sighs> All right. All right. Here's the event. Christina Ricci is born on February 12, 1980. Okay, so February 12, 1980. Uh, Christina Ricci was Wednesday Adams once. Did the Adams Family TV show air before or after 1980? Uh, I'm going to say after. Ooh, no, way before. I mean, it was in black and white, homie. 
1964. Uh, here's your next one. You still got uh, two chances. You got to get these. You got the pressure now. You got to get these two right. Christina Ricci was in Speed Racer once. Was Speed Racer made before or after 1980? Speed Racer? Uh, the TV show. The TV crap, show. I'm going to go with Doctor again. Wrong. No, man. Man, before. Speed Racer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough to star in things that were created after you're born. But she did it. <laughs> she did it. And uh, she got it done. So we're sorry, Bryson. It's, you couldn't qualify. It's two days in a row, right? Yeah. We couldn't get people to qualify. Hey, listen, man. Some of these are not easy. Some of them are easy. I don't know. I think if you're familiar with the Adams Family and uh, and Speed Racer, I thought maybe it would be a little bit easier. But Bryson, unfortunately, you were not, so you have another chance to qualify again tomorrow. What was the third one, just for fun? Uh, Christina Ricci was in the TV show Pam Am. Pam Am. Did Pam Am Airlines cease operations before or after 1980? That would be after. Shut down in 1991. There you go. And uh, that show didn't last long. No, the show lasted, like, I think three episodes. Uh, but the the airline lasted for years until it couldn't last any longer. What's more, di- what was more difficult today? Those questions or my uh, my attempt at making a joke? <laughs> Obviously, the questions. I think. <sighs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, that was your attempt at the dating game. A couple more chances to qualify here. The rest of this week, we're going to try to get you involved in it. We're going to do some bad impressions next on the X. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yep, and uh, Sunday night, man, at the Shredder, Nick. It's going to be awesome as our friends in Crowbot are coming back. They're going to be playing. Uh, we will be happy to hook you up with a pair of tickets uh, for that show if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. To be attended by both you and I? Yeah, man. Well, we got a, we got a holiday, right? <laughs> yeah, so President's Day. So uh, it'll be nice to go to a Crowbot show, man. Have some fun. So if you want to go, get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the phone number if you want to check out Crowbot, a fantastic live band on Sunday. Let's hit up the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. What's up, man? What's your name? Tim, how's it going? Good, Tim. Good luck. I was the older brother, Brant, in the Goonies movie. Oh, uh, man, I know his name. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully you can, uh, it'll come to you as you hear the next uh, few clues. No Country for Old Men, Inherit Vice, and True Grit. Just a few movies I've started. Uh, and this last... I, you know, I can picture him, but I, I, I can't remember his name. Oh, man. Well, yeah. here's, here's the last clue. I might be the only place to play two Marvel comic book villains in the movies. Deadpool in the movie Deadpool and the Avengers. Oh, Josh Brolin. That's right. There you go. See? Never give up. Never surrender. Good job, man. We'll hook you up with those crowbot tickets for Sunday at the Shredder. Uh, Now I know why you were trying to log jam the Goonies joke in. No, actually, I I went to this after that. It's also... That's even worse. <laughs> the why is, makes why is the Josh, world go around. Josh Brolin in the news. Today is uh, his uh, birthday. How old do you think he is? Mm, uh, 56? Nah, he's 52. All right. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. I so he's know. actually played three comic book uh, characters. Uh, yes. He also played Jonah Hex. He did. Uh, I could not get through Jonah Hex. I have never watched it. <laughs> the first two I could get through. I could get through the Avengers and I could certainly get through. I just through. remember Corey Taylor telling us how terrible it was. So <laughs> It's a bad movie. Man, it is not a good movie. Not his fault. Uh, Jonah Hex is a tough character, uh, first of all. 
and uh, tougher to even get right on the big screen. But uh, either way, what's he up to these days? Uh, he is uh, there's a, a it's it, what's called here on IMDb his an untitled Josh Brolin project oh, TV nice. series. What? what? Yeah, hmm? and uh, there's also another TV series called What If? Question mark, and that says Thanos. Oh, that's uh, that's the animated series that they're putting together for to the Disney Plus. Like, uh, there's uh, a, a movie here called Flag Day, which uh, is in post-production, directed by Sean Penn. So, uh, Catherine Winnick, former guest of The Morning After, Miles Teller in that a movie. And then he's supposed to be in Dune. Oh, God, that's right. That's coming out this year? Maybe. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Happy birthday, Josh Brolin. We'll wrap up this show next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Volbeats. A little help from our man from Clutch in there, too. Die to Live here on 100.3. The X Rocks. My name is Nick. That's Big J right over there. And we're going to wrap up the morning after with ourselves for this particular Wednesday show, the 12th day of February 2020. Big J says, check out a good, The Good Marriage. It's streaming now on Amazon Prime. It is officially Big J approved. It surprised him. Didn't think he was going to like it, and he ended up enjoying it very much. On top of that, we also gave away some corn tickets over the course of the show today. We announced our big free X show, which was what, Big J? Uh, it is the Blue Stones and Royal Bliss with Stone Prophet and uh, another band to be added to that on March 29th at the Inning Factory. It's going to be a nice one. Tickets can be won by listening to this radio station or finding us when we're out in a boot in the Treasure Valley. It's all presented by Corwin Ford, so keep paying attention to where we're going to be and when we're going to be there so that you can grab your tickets for this show and make sure you're joining us for the fun that is the Free X Concert Series. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to talk about the Jane DeLuca Foundation. I hope that's okay. A great big event is coming up that is a great thing for some families and kids here in the Treasure Valley that we want to get you out to if you're so inclined to do so. And another chance at some corn tickets and some crowbot tickets while we're at it, too. So I think we're going to have ourselves a decent Thursday show. Reminder, if you're looking for a newer used car, hit up GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That is a great place to get started. It's the official website for Team Mazda Subaru. Jason Drew is coming in next. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Taco Time. They are now hiring, and it's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at TacoTime.com. That leaves you, Big J, with the floor. Always believe in yourself. Don't believe the haters. Seems like there's something behind that. What happened? Nope. No, I just... I so, really literally didn't have anything to talk about. I'm like, uh, I gotta say something. You'll be like, step back, and then I, there'll be blank space in here on the air for five seconds, so I gotta say something. <laughs> so you decided to say... <laughs> you give a life lesson, man. Believe in yourself. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Don't believe the haters is the first thing that popped Okay, that one's for Randy, I guess. Don't believe the haters. Good stuff. Thanks, buddy. Any more Goonies references you want to throw in just to keep the hour strong? Hey, you guys! That'll do it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rox.